Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Welcome to a new episode of the Radical Broccoli podcast. We are so happy to have you here with us. And today we have a new episode in this amazing season with guests that inspire us so much. And if it's the first time you're tuning in today, Radical Broccoli podcast is all about exploring how we can live our best lives when it comes to wellness, sustainability, spirituality, and really, really having a life of service where we can help other people as well. Yes. And today we have the pleasure of talking to Dr. Michael B. Dibley, who is a fantastic chiropractor who we have personally worked with in Oslo. He has helped our whole family, we're all connected, and he is a renowned healer, human potential specialist, and doctor of chiropractic. Dr. Dibley is the founder of a company which is called 360 Quantum. It is a technique which investigates the health of the nervous system and it identifies which areas needs to be strengthened, supported and upgraded. Michael Dibley has worked with leaders, artists, entertainers and people from all over the world and he has helped countless people get clear and connected, as he calls it, to their health, purpose and potential. Dr. Michael B. Dibley has also led and been part of several philanthropic service trips around the world. And in this episode, you will hear why the nervous system is such an important, essential part of our health, but even more, how we can create and sustain healthy lives by choosing what we let in, which I found such an important thing. Yeah, there were so many points and times in this podcast where I was just feeling so inspired. I even had to take a little pause and just take everything in and I can't wait to listen back to this episode again. It holds life wisdom and it's deep, but it's very understandable. So I really hope you enjoy it. If you are in Oslo, definitely give him a visit also to see how his work will affect your body. Mm. And if you're listening while at home, I would just advise you to take out a paper and pen and start Mm. taking notes. As always, we would love to hear from you, love to get a review, a comment, a message on Instagram and share it with a friend if you find that it can help someone. Yes, and all the links you need will be in the notes of the episode. So enjoy, thank you for being here and have a good time. Welcome to the podcast, Michael Dibley from in Oslo. In Oslo, Norway. Yeah, at the moment I am physically in Oslo, Norway. Exactly. Yeah, but you're not from Oslo. That we can pretty soon hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was born actually three days before my father graduated from chiropractic school in Iowa City, Iowa, uh, just outside Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I was born and raised just an hour to the east of Chicago, in Elkhart, Bristol, Indiana. Mm. So I've been in Norway, though, for as like a home base for 12 years. Yeah. Wow. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing and how you got into it? Yeah. How I got into the work that I'm doing today, the 360 yeah. work. Well, I was born into it. Um, so that was easy enough. That was pretty practical. from practice. But, but then again, you know, you, a lot of people are born into a lot of things and they choose different things. But for me, it just resonated very deeply. The 360 lifestyle to eat organic, to live healthy. Um, to live in alignment with nature, um, to, to really be in communion with the natural. And if you look at the world today in any sector, in any vertical, uh, where we have massive issues and massive toxicity and massive problems is where we're in misalignment or disharmony with, with nature and universal principles. So for me, I was born into it, but also it resonated really deeply. I'm the oldest of six children. I have three beautiful sisters. I have two fantastic brothers, uh, mother and father, super sporty, organic. Um, our family chose not to do any sort of pills or chemicals or vaccines. Very, very natural. Um, and, you know, I kind of just through observation 
you know, the older you get, as you girls can attest, you girls are international girls. You guys grew up in different places, but you observe. And that's your first teacher. You know, observation is your first teacher. And I was just like, why is our family so big and so healthy? And we're never sick. And we're, you know, we're always have high energy. And these people are doing all the pills and all the shots and all the stuff. And they're sick all the time. So it just made sense to me. And then I started to understand, you know, health and biology. As a young child, I was in my father's office a lot. And I just observed that people went in uh, in a certain vibration or they came to the office in a certain way with a certain ailment, you know, headache, migraine, depression, anxiety, whatever. And they went out and they were better. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was just like, what is he doing? What is he doing in there? You know, and, and I never had like an ailment per se. So, because I was always adjusted from birth. So we were in the preventative mindset and prevention. And in Norwegian, you would say, mm-hmm. so um, then I just realized it was my mission while I'm here, you know, during my hundred years or whatever, however much time I get, I'm, I'm going to help as many people as I can while I'm here. Wow. So that's a little bit about like how I came into the work. I had a fantastic mm-hmm. mentor, my father, and, uh, yeah, we just lived that lifestyle and it made a lot of sense to me. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to be able to help people, um, help themselves. It's, it's a very empowering philosophy. And, you know, we say the power that made the body heals the body, you know, and people in the office every day, I was just telling you girls, your father was here earlier, you know, it was just a fantastic human being. And, you know, he came in for this and that in the beginning, but today it was he's just coming in to get tuned up, stay healthy. He's, you know, soft retirement at the moment. He's riding his Vespa, having a great time. And, you know, we're just keeping, no, we're just keeping him tuned up. So a lot of times people come into our office and for care, um, basically to make sure that they're living their best life. So yeah. You don't have to be sick. You don't have to be sick to get adjusted and to get your spine checked and make sure your nervous system's healthy. Yeah. But I would say you're completely unique chiropractor and also in Norway and basically in the world because mostly when you think of um like you think of going to the chiropractor it's like oh yeah I have neck pain I have back pain something like that and that's Mm. it like that's the only thing but when you step into your office you're you just immediately understand that wow this is everything like everything is connected Mm. yeah well that's that's what level I like to play on so I (laughs) I, I think your practice is a reflection of your mindset and your heart set and your level of you know spiritual understanding. Um, and so for me, you know, my foundation, like I said, was my father, Dr. Michael J. Dibley, my uncle, Dr. Andrew G. Dibley, and then my great uncle, Dr. Tony Lucas. Um, so that I have all that, you know, in, in my tissue, in my muscle memory, in my neurology. And then I think it's our job, I mean, as human beings to, in Norwegian, I think you say is, is to develop the yeah. art, develop the art. And, you know, I, I think, like you say, is um, I just always wanted to create a beautiful experience for people and an experience where we're changing lives, obviously through the nervous system. But when your focus is on someone's life mm-hmm. um, rather than just on a shoulder, for, for example, or a low back, that's a different understanding um, because it's not like the shoulder's the problem. It's like, okay, well, what's going on? You know, emotionally the shoulder is, you know, carrying, right. Think about a shoulder. It's like carrying something. It's like a burden. It's like, so there, you know, there's the emotional assessment and, you know, bring that up and say, Oh my God, well, how did you know that? And it's just, it's like, you know, it's, it's obvious to me because it's my language, but I think that has a lot to do with like your work too, with Radical Broccoli and reaching people through your blog and your podcast and everything is what's your intention and your intention is everything. Your intention will set you apart. You know, there's, I always say um, there's Rolls Royces and there's Hondas and, and I'm not, and I'm not hating on Hyundai by any stretch, but I'm just saying Rolls Royce has a different intention. Yeah. Like, you know, Ikea, for example, kind of a part of the throwaway culture is a different intention. It's like, they're not building stuff that's heirloom, pass it down, protect sustainability. They're just, they're building stuff that's going to be, everybody knows it's going to be thrown away in a year or two. It's not like you go to Ikea and be like, someday I'll pass this down to my child. <laughs> so, so, so the point is, is it, your intention is what separates you. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it, you guys, you can apply it to anything. It's, mm. it, you could 
the restaurants or chiropractic offices. But I agree with you. I agree with you. I never walked into an office that I really loved other than my father's office. And I knew we can make it better. And that's what I'm always trying to do. I always want to make it better and better and better and better. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it'd be very boring for me. I always want to become better than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yes, the same here. And that's, yeah. uh, that's a fun way of living too. Yeah, and it's the art of Kaizen, you know, that, which is the way of the Japanese warrior. And, you know, in, in Kaizen, you don't judge yourself anymore in relation to anything outside of yourself. You just basically want to be better than you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the art of never ending, constant improvement. And, you know, some some days, you know, for all your listeners out there, wherever you guys are, if you guys are riding a bike or going for a run or going for a walk, all you want to do is you want to be better than you were yesterday. And what you want to do is be in a state of constant, never ending improvement. And that's the path to mastery. Uh, A great way to be miserable is to compare yourself to other people, other things in all kinds of other extraneous measures, you know, and that's back to center. You know, everything comes from inside out. So, you know, is it really a shoulder problem or is it an issue with maybe a burden you have, an emotional burden, a financial burden, a spiritual burden, a family member that passed, the, you know, all this sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. you've got to look at the whole picture if you want to understand what's really going on. Otherwise, you're going to miss, you're going to miss a bunch. You're going to, you know, I mean, think about all the things you girls love, like where you guys love to shop or where you guys like to go get your acai bowls or where it, it, you know, it, it's because the thing that differentiates different uh, people and businesses and industries is their level of, of what I call um, their level of give a fuck. You know, like how <laughs> what, what what level what level of care do you have? Yeah. You know, what level of care do you have? You know, and and that's what you want to do. You want to create something where um, my my standard of care is very simple. It's the golden rule. So I treat people how I want to be treated. And number two, treat people like family. Mm. That's the care. So I'd never give a recommendation that I wouldn't give to my mother, my sister, my brother. And I would never take care of people as if they were a stranger. Everybody here, when they're here, they're part of our family. And mm. I think that we need more now than ever in the world. And I think that's part of it too at 360. So I think that's what, another thing that differentiates what we do. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And it's funny <laughs> because we've seen a... We've seen our dad in your office, our stepmom, our stepbrothers. We've come in, we've brought our mom, we've brought even our dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so exactly. It's definitely a family thing that connects us all. And we all came out of there in a much better state than we came in. Yeah, and you guys are all, you guys are a fantastic, very diverse um, family. And you guys are all into different things. And you guys are all individuals. And, and that's part of it too is, you know, some of you guys had like little aches and pains and issues and maybe some above Atlas kind of coaching stuff that you want to get better at. And it's like, that's, that's what I love about your family is I think everybody in your family, the commonality with everybody is you all might be very different, which you are, but you guys are all committed to excellence in your own fashion. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, Hey, listen, if you're going to operate at the highest level, you need to be tuned up. You yeah. can't just drive, you know, the Ferrari like at 8,000 RPMs all the time. That's totally fine, but you have to get tuned up. And yeah. in, highly intelligent individuals know that. And I think, you know, you kind of have a family of, I don't know, I guess the world will call overachievers or people that are really, you know, like you guys want to be the best at what you're doing. And I think that's fantastic. And, and that's really the kind of people we attract in our office because I'm that way. I want to be the best at what I'm doing. I don't want to, I never wake up to be average. That's not very exciting for me. Yeah. So, you know, I always want to, I always say I serve, I serve the best people in the world so they can serve their best to the world. Mm. And I think people listening now are a little bit curious as to what actually happens when they step into your office. What kind of um, care is it that you're doing for us? Okay, so like, for example, um, like if you want, I can just take you kind of through a first session, like if you've never been here before. Um, 99% of the time, 99.59% of the time, everybody that's here, say you're a new client, and so your initial consultation, those people are referred in by a family member or a friend. I stopped, I just made a decision. I made a conscious decision um, to do extremely little external marketing. Um, a long time ago. And then I also made a decision to be like, Hey, I thought, how cool would it be if I just stopped giving out uh, any sort of business cards? Like, 
just like nil, like done. And I'm like, you know, just, just build the practice like Oak, you know, just mm-hmm. build it from the inside out. So, so to answer your question, you know, someone who comes to our offices is most of the time referred from a family and because they got results. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and basically when you come in, we do your consultation and, you know, we sit down and I ask you, I do kind of housekeeping. I show you where the bathroom is. We have a beautiful, you girls have been here plenty of times. We have yeah. a, beautiful, a beautiful office. I usually show people just practical things. I show, okay, the bathrooms are here. The kitchen is here. And please use it as your house. I ask if you want a glass of water. And we sit down and basically my first question is always, how can I serve you? Hmm. And, and that could be somebody like for the athlete, like I had a new kid in what yesterday, two days ago, and he's a really, you know, top of the line, the tennis player, 17. So he was like elbows, you know, and shoulders, but he's starting humbles given us. Um, so then we kind of got into, I said, okay, is there anything else? He said, well, you know, sometimes the energy and, you know, something with confidence and stuff like this. So then we got into the fact, okay, well, did you know everything is run through your nervous system? Mm-hmm. So the elbow was like the starting point. And then he like, by 20 minutes later, he's like, oh, okay. So everything's connected through my spine and my nervous system. And I said, yeah, absolutely. So it's an educational process. I mean, doctor means teacher. So mm-hmm. my primary job is to find out how I can serve somebody, what's their highest value, what I can help them with. Um, and then we can really go, okay, how much time do I need to spend above Atlas, you know, on coaching? And how much time do I need to spend below Atlas on, you know, tissue neurological stuff but i think that's the rub you know that's the magic of it is is i think every single time you're here it's it's like a custom tailored suit you know it's yeah it's not a size fits all office i i I, li- I love to give custom care like you girls have been here plenty of times and you know we've never had the same exact session it's always it's always changing because you're always changing and you're always growing and you know you're adapting and so yeah. i think i think that's really important too you know so it doesn't feel like a like a fact it's, it's, it's very, it's very custom. It's very tailored to your needs. What do you need? You need to become better with your family connection. You need to become better physically. You need mm. to become better with your finances. You need to become better with your business. I mean, so we just tailor it to what people need. And I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. And I actually think it's pretty new for many people that our bodies and everything is connected because, you know, usually when we go to a doctor, it's like you say where it hurts and that's where you get the medicine to (laughs) treat a symptom treat a symptom instead of going deep into the root of what is actually causing this is it emotional is it energetic is it from your childhood is it societal there are so many things that can affect us yeah so i actually wanted to dive a bit deeper into that like how how important is the nervous system and the spine and what what is our body actually telling us like is it giving us science yeah so awesome i mean great now we're digging into it so that's the whole thing i mean so you know just a tiny little background a little bit of background because i think it's worthy of mention that you know we stand on the shoulders of giants you know there's been a lot of geniuses that have gone before me and i've had a lot of really really good mentors um i'm just a ravish uh, ravenous learner um and i always knew if i was going to do this work i wanted to be really the best at it and to do that you know, mastery takes 10,000 hours. So to do that, you have to put in a minimum of 10,000. And so you guys are asking about like cause versus symptom. Well, you have D.D. Palmer in 1895, September the 18th, right? The very first chiropractic adjustment was on a guy named Harvey Lillard. He couldn't hear. He was a janitor, African-American. And Dr. Palmer, you know, he, he saw that his neck was not correctly in place. He was misaligned. So he adjusted his atlas, you know, right here's the atlas, mm-hmm. um, E1. And it's also my, you know, our son's name, Atlas. Mm-hmm. Atlas is from Greek mythology and it holds up the entire head and it holds up the world. Mm. So, so basically, you know, this guy couldn't hear. And so if he went to like a standard, what I would call, you know, Western medicine, if you will, they would have said, oh, well, you're, you're deaf. That's your diagnosis. Okay. Well, that doesn't really help him hear better, does it? No. So, but Dr. Palmer said, there's something connected with this nervous system here. So he adjusted him and he could hear. That's how chiropractic started. And it wasn't about neck pain or low back pain. It was about curing, you know, not Dr. Palmer curing it because the body heals itself. Is Harvey Lillard's body was then able to help cure itself from being deaf. And, you know, I have people that come in every week and say, you know, I, if I don't come here, I can't read the newspaper. 
you know, and I, it's not voodoo. It's just, of course, because C1 right up here, especially is where the, you know, the motor units and the nucleus for the eye for optic nerves and, and being able to, see. so you have to look at the cause. You have to look at the cause. If you're really going to reverse something or fix something, um, you know, if you look at, for example, headaches, you know, 90 to 95% of headaches are from a neck misalignment mm. and really headaches and migraines and stuff like that. And anything in the head or like brain fog is, is all from a misalignment in the, in the neck and the, particularly the upper cervical, the atlas, the occiput. And that's the cause, right? So you don't need to take a paraset or things like this to fix a headache. That's an outside in approach. We are much more on the inside out approach. Yeah, uh, I like to work with the body because when you work with the body, it heals really fast. I mean, a lot of times the results we get are really, really fast. And then people end up coming, you know, for, for their life, for lifetime care. And yeah. like, I, like I do. And my kids, you know, my kids don't have any major ailments, but I just make sure they're clear. And so I think it's terribly, terribly important to look at the cause and to treat the cause. Symptoms is like, let's put it this way. To put it simple... Symptoms is like smoke and the cause is the fire. So if you want the smoke to go away, you don't spray the smoke. You spray <laughs> the fire. And that's what I do. I spray the fire every day. And yeah. the fire is in the nervous system. And without the nervous system, the nervous system is paramount. It controls and coordinates every single function in the body. The difference between someone, here's a great question. And here's a great thing to think about for you guys and, and all of your listeners. And this is a really great question for you parents out there to ask your children. What's the difference between, and this is it's fundamental, but we're so busy, you know, with the so-called modern society. We don't think about some very important fundamental questions. What's the difference between someone that's alive and someone that's dead, right? And, and if you really think about it, it's like someone that's alive and someone that's dead, they both have, you know, nervous systems. They both have brains. They both have stomachs. They both have all the parts. Hmm. But what is, what's the difference? And it's the energy. It's the impulse, hmm. what we call the mental impulse. And that's the magic, you know, that's that beautiful thing we call life hmm. and a magical thing. And that's what religions were formed from, you know, Judaism and Christianity was trying to figure out what is this impulse? What is this energy? What is this thing flowing through us? What is this chi? Hmm. you know? And, and it's like, you, you know, but that's the difference because it, I can say the nervous system controls everything, but that's almost not even totally correct. If you really think about it, it's the mental impulse through the nervous system. Hmm. And when, I update a nervous system or tune up a nervous system. It just so happens that the mental impulse travels exactly how it's supposed to travel. And that's why the body heals. And that's why you start to function better. Mm. So can we say that it's like letting our body's life force flow naturally through the body? Are you a chiropractor? I mean, you, you're speaking. That's, that's exactly. No, but that's, no, but that's, I think I've been going to a great chiropractor for a while. <laughs> But no, but that, that's, that's what ends up happening with, with most of my clients. So most of the time, I'm like, you know, they're smarter than their, you know, their general practitioner. You know, that's what happens because, and that's part of the goal for me too, is to empower people, right, to understand their body. Because I believe, I firmly believe in the core curriculum, like what I believe as far as public schools should have in the core curriculum. I cannot believe, think about this. I cannot believe there's not anatomy and physiology and biology requirements in the core curriculum because the more you understand your body, the better you are for yourself, your family, society, domestic violence goes down, health goes up, you know what I mean? Fear goes down, anxiety goes down. And, and that's why so many people are so sick today because they're not educated and nobody's out there really informing the public on a general basis on how to keep your nervous system healthy, your immune system healthy. Because once you do that, that's empowering. Mm -hmm. And someone's empowered, that's when they can learn. I mean, the only time we can really learn is when we're empowered and or curious. That's when we can really, really suck up some serious knowledge. Mm -hmm. oh. So it is the life force for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I know for myself, like how, if I feel, if I had fear around my body, if I didn't know what's happening, like, especially a couple of years ago when I, I wasn't open to all of these these mm. things it was really really hard and it didn't mm. make me want to go out into the world and like give of myself no. it made me want to isolate myself and be alone and um yeah so the difference it can make in people's lives to actually feel good it, i was gonna say it's everything it's yeah. everything it's 
it's fundamentally why we have wars, why we have conflicts, why we have misunderstandings, why we have grumpy people. It really goes back to the nervous system. You know, it, when you live in a state of abundance and your system is clear and connected, I mean, you're going to reflect that to the world. You know, when someone when someone's very grumpy or rude, we know that they're having a really rough time internally. And you know what I mean? Like when you're a loving, giving, kind uh, person, it indicates your level of abundance. And it's a sign of nobility really to be generous and to be philanthropic and to help people. I mean, that's, that's the mark of nobility. And honestly, your legacy too, you girls probably maybe thinking about this now with all the people you're reaching and doing such a fantastic job with that is your legacy is directly proportional to how many lives you change in your life. And so my whole goal, I just committed myself to it, you know, a long time ago was I'm going to help as many people as I can before I pass. And, and that's the legacy that I want to leave. And I want to leave it. You know, we have a motto in our family and I would, I, I would suggest all families take on this motto because it's not just our motto, but we always leave it better than we found it. And I mm-hmm. think that's really important. And, uh, I think, yeah, I think, I think we're here uh, to do something that is much bigger than just us. And I notice a lot of times the direct link between like anxiety and depression and kind of sickness or disease, dis-ease is most, most of the time, almost all the time, those people don't have a bigger purpose, bigger than them. Haven't you ever noticed like really miserable people? It's all about them. Yeah. And when, when really, yeah. So when I talk to somebody who's really miserable and like it, some, it's really funny with miserable people too, because they pride themselves on it. Like you no, you don't understand. I'm actually really like, no, <laughs> no, I, I know you have your things, but it's nothing compared to me. I'm a very <laughs> and so, and then, and then with those people, what I like to do is deconstruct the whole thing. And I say, okay, well, I understand that. That's pretty bad. I understand how you can feel that way. But when's the last time you did something for someone else? Mm-hmm. And they're like shocked. They're like, what are you talking about? I was just talking about me, 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 me. And I said, just go do something. So my homework assignment to people who are miserable is go give something to someone else, go do something for someone else and watch all of a sudden how your attitude will change. Yeah. yeah. That so is. Our, nature, our nature is to give. Our nature is to share. Our nature is the nature of nature is to express. Think about an acorn coming to the earth, becoming that big, strong, powerful oak tree over time supporting insects, plants, flowers, and most importantly, giving us oxygen. It's so generous of that thing, that tree to do that. And it just gives, 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 and it expands. So the nature of nature is to expand. Yeah. And I think people become sick and diseased when they, when they, like you were saying, when they, when you feel like you're shrinking and hiding, that's, that's not our nature. That's against our nature. Yeah. I fully, fully agree. And it's also, it's a challenge sometimes because you have to go past your own ego. You have to maybe do things that are uncomfortable in it in order to grow. Big time. The life and the energy that we get in return when we actually go beyond our personality to serve and to be of service and to give to the world, what Mm -hmm. we get in return is it's endless. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think we should, you know, I want to talk about that for two seconds is, um, to whom much is given. Now, this is biblical. I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. Um, and it's it's from it's from the Bible, so it's biblical. But in, and this is a Jesus quote, and it's and Jesus said, "To whom whom much is given, much is expected." Yeah. And when I heard that, I was just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> because, because I've always been given a lot, and I've always I come from a great family and very generous and very you know fantastic. And I was just because I because I was kind of back in, I don't know, in my early teens, I was kind of like, okay, what I'm going to do is just work really hard right after high school. And then I'm just going to like, for two, three years, I'm going to buy a property in Colorado, just live in the Rocky Mountains, I'm going to ski, I'm going to mountain bike, kayak, and I'm just going to watch the world just go to hell. And because because I saw the world just, I saw the world kind of what we see today. You know, you look at the world, you're like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, is this for real? Like, like I look at the world all the time and as far as the matrix, I'm like, is that really happening? Like this is ridiculous. Um, Cause there's plenty for everybody. We're just mismanaging resources and, and information and the whole nine yards. Mm, so, yeah. And then I heard to whom much is given much is expected. I was like, okay, I have to serve. And, uh, yeah. and once you get into that, you know, an attitude of gratitude and you get into a level of service. And I always say, when you serve on the quantum, you get served on the quantum. So if you serve beyond what you thought was possible, 
your life will always be abundantly blessed. Mm. Period. And so, you know, I became a doctor without a border. I don't know how many years ago, over a decade ago. And it's some of the most fun, you know, vacations I've ever had is, is to go to third world countries and serve people that, you know, it's amazing. They bring you their children and they bring you their grandmas and their grandmas. And all these people you get to serve and you make an impact. And that's what life's all about, making a positive impact. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So beautiful. Mm. Wow. So many good uh, nuggets here. Yeah. Um, I just want to touch upon one thing that I think we all are familiar with, which is stress. Yeah. And I want to ask you what actually happens in our body when we are under a lot of stress daily. Well, what happens is you get kicked into, so in your nervous system, your nervous system has two modes. I'm sure you girls are aware of that. And a lot of your listeners The nervous system has two gears, two modes. One is sympathetic and sympathetic is like you're running away from a lion. You know, your eyes are dilated. You know, you can almost see the person, right? Your eyes are dilated, your blood's in your arms and your legs and you're, you're hyper aware your peripheral vision. That's why your pupils dilate. So you can get your peripheral vision opened up. Also your stomach the function shuts down because you don't need to digest anything because you're running or it's called fight or flight. Mm. That's sympathetic. And then you have parasympathetic, which is called rest and digest. And so that's when your body can heal. Mm. Um, that's when your stomach, that's when you digest. It's when you relax. It's when you have good sleep. It's when you hit REM sleep, rapid eye movements, you know, that's when your body heals. So stress, stress is fine. Generally speaking, it's just the overload of stress or multiple stresses. Because if you think about it, like if you didn't have stress in a, in the world or, you know, physical stress, emotional stress, you wouldn't grow. So stress I use is it's like a muscle, you know, you, it's like, okay, that's fine. But it's a matter of how you're able to process that stress. And like, like I always say, you know, we have three phases of care. We have phase one, phase two, and phase three. And in phase three, I call that that's quantum care. So in quantum care, that means that your system is so um, tuned up that you see everything in your life as fuel. Like nothing can come into your field anymore and you can't use it as fuel. Like you can think of the most horrible scenario. You can think of war. You can think about like horrible things and you'd be like, that's fine. I'll use it as fuel because you're so adaptable and you're so beyond the one dimensional processing of what's happening before you, you're now in the quantum level. And in a quantum level, you're able to transfer all experiences, all emotions, all things, all food, whatever, into power, energy for yourself. So stress is not necessarily always the issue. It's how we process stress. And I think we have a stress overload for sure. We have a hypersympathetic culture. We have constant garbage, um, both nutritionally, on the TV, on the media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, consumerism, you know, the whole nine yards. So there's all that stress out there. But if you have a super tuned nervous system, then you don't waste any time focusing on what doesn't bring you energy, what doesn't bring you joy, what doesn't bring you into alignment. Yeah. It's like this. Let me give you an example. If you go to the grocery store, Right. You guys are going to make a meal tonight. Right. You, you get a hankering for something, something you really want. Oh, my God, that sounds good tonight. So you say, OK, we're going to make that. When you go to the grocery store to go make your meal for tonight or today, wherever you're at in the world listening to this, you don't have to go into the grocery store and buy everything. You need to buy what you need for the meal. And it's the same thing with your mind, your thoughts, your emotions. You don't need all of them. Some of them are absolutely worthless. They don't help you build your meal. Right. And, and think about this in the body, girls. This is fascinating. Your body is the ultimate lesson giver. If you really know how to read it. Okay. We can have a delicious meal. We can eat just fantastically high vibrational organic food, have an amazing smoothie, but we're still going to go ahead and go pee eventually and go poop. Right. So meaning we don't need it all. And it's the same thing with our thoughts and our emotions. We don't, we only need the ones that grow us and build us and grow us into stronger, more self-aware, individuals and human beings. So there's stress. And I understand we are living in a stressful world, but it has a lot to do with a lot of nervous systems today are really not tuned up. They're overloaded. 
Mm. Here's you know back to what you said is is you get shut down. So when you have overload, you shut down. You go into turtle. You go into the turtle shell. You're like or or into, you know or into the ostrich effect. You're like la la la. This isn't happening. All of a sudden you come out come out of that. And you're like oh nothing changed. Well it didn't change because you. Didn't. <laughs> so this is, you know what I mean. So the best way the best way to deal with life is to make sure your nervous system is super tuned. Make sure you have a purpose. That's another huge, huge thing. Have a purpose, mm-hmm. something bigger than yourself, and go right into the middle of whatever storm you have in your life right now. Go right into it. Just, just get crazy on it. Go right into the eye of it. Just take it on. Just take it on. Because that's that's the habit of excellence. The habit of excellence is to go into stuff. You go into it because that's a muscle. You get stronger. You get stronger. Like look at the oak tree that's really, really big, right? Well, it had to decide on some level, okay. This is a big storm coming tonight. We might have to lose a couple branches to save the tree. And it's the same life. You know what? Pick your battles. You got to be able to have wisdom. And that's back to wisdom. What's the battles I need to pick? Like, what do I need to engage in? You know, like, what do I really need to engage in? Like, what's my stuff that I need to focus on? You know? And that's a, that's a beautiful prayer called the serenity prayer. And the serenity prayer talks about, you know, allow me to focus on what I actually have power or control over and then allow me to have wisdom to know what is not my stuff, but give me courage so I can go into the storm. And that's the beauty of it. And I think Hollywood, like if you really want to know my honest opinion about like stress and how we process it and stuff like that, Hollywood, that's that's kind of the issue with Hollywood. It's, it kind of teaches, not kind of, it teaches us a lot, a lot of in the Western world, and of course, Eastern world now too, how to deal with things in a very warped manner. You know, like if you look back to Native Americans, they were like celebrating and doing ceremonies and dances. Um, you know, the Jewish faith, which, you know, I have parts of my family. I know you guys as well. In Judaism, you sit at Shiva and, um, you know, you, you sit for seven days when someone passes. So my point is, when, like, take something like somebody passing away that's a celebration, but look what Hollywood did to us. Like, oh my gosh! Like, well, it's part of our it's part of our experience. We should be mm-hmm. celebrating, right? There's so many things in our experience that we should be celebrating, and challenges are just awesome. I totally love challenges. I mean, because I know if there's a challenge, I'm gonna grow. Yeah, I get to I get to grow. I love I love uh, problems, so called problems, because that's an opportunity for growth as well. So, like I said, once you have you know quantum processing, you're able to take everything as fuel. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's really the aim that everybody should have if they really want to live an awesome life and to really uh, find out what they're, what they're made of, their potential. Mm. Oh, yes. I love it. And I think that's what happens when you set a big intention for yourself in your life. You're just going to be shown all the ways you have to grow to be that really good version of yourself. And that's, yeah. that's basically it. I call it the umami of life. You have this, you need the salty and the sweet. You need, you need the loss and the gain. You need the blessing and the curse. You need it all. Every blessing is a curse and every curse is a blessing. Mm. And you know, that's the duality of life, girls. And you know this. You girls are super freaking people. So you know this. You know, you have a left hemisphere in your, in your brain. Your brain's divided in half. You have a left and a right. There's a reason for that. You have the masculine and the feminine inside of you. You know, it's this umami, it's this duality, it's the night and the day, it's the summer and the winter, you know, it's the fat and the skinny, you know, it's the black and the white, you know, it's, it's, it's this beauty. And that's the beauty of life. Cause if it was just one sided or one kind of unilateral, unilateral, it'd be absolutely boring. It'd be, yeah. it'd be so shedly, so boring. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be, it'd be like, Oh, another day of the same, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think you have to dance. I think there's a dance you have to have with, with life. I think you have to learn to dance with it. Mm. Yeah. And if we never knew what we didn't like, how would we know what we like and what brings us joy? Oh, 100%. I mean, think about this. I mean, when you're younger, right? I mean, I left, I left home, my parents' home, when I was 18. And I went to Colorado and I was just like, you know how you are at that age, you know, you're so over your parents and you know, <laughs> you know, everything. And, you know, I was just like, I'm going to Colorado. I, I'm on. And then I was like, Oh my God, I have to buy my own toothpaste. I have to, <laughs> I, you know, I have to like do laundry and, and like, you know, there's a learning curve, especially for guys. So yeah. I was just like, Oh, and that's when I appreciated my parents even more mm-hmm. is when I was 
with him. I was like, oh man, they've really done a lot for me. Yeah. So that's the beauty of life, you know, is all these beautiful perspectives. Mm, I agree. Appreciate, appreciation and gratitude, big yeah. keys, to, big time, big, like those are big gateways to wisdom. Yeah. So important and such a more, much more empowered state than blaming. And yeah. There's no power there. Yeah. There's no power. There's no power in that. No. It's like Vic, Vic, you guys have probably heard this before, but you have to make a conscious decision mm. if you're going to be a victim or a victor. Yeah. Yes. And I think we all choose to be victors. And, you know, I, I, there's not one success. I take, you know, you know, we talked about the practice earlier. I take care of all kinds of people. And some of the most successful clients that I have have been through the most crap. Mm. And the difference between a successful person and an unsuccessful person in my world is the unsuccessful person gave up. Yeah. The only way you could be unsuccessful. It's the only way you could lose. It's the only way you could be into a negative vibration. It's the only way you could get sick. I mean, you know, think about, look at thinking about your mom, you know, with her, with her health situation happened. She's like, screw that. I'm, I'm going to kick butt. And she, yeah. <laughs> you know, she's so healthy now. She's like, it's there. It's yeah. there. It's just Abraham, Yeah. Abraham Lincoln, he talked about this and he said, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you are correct. Mm. Yes. So the farthest distance you're going to travel in your entire life, this is nice to know this, the longest distance you're ever going to travel is from your right ear to your left ear. And if you, and if you can master this real estate, if you can master this and govern your ment, ment is mental, it's Latin for the brain. If you can govern your ment, then you're going to be fantastically on a path to at least have the potential to, to find out what you're made of, to find out what's really in there. But if you are lazy, mentally lazy, emotionally lazy, spiritually lazy, you're going to have a lot of other people and things coming in and governing your ment for you. Mm-hmm. And that is a huge cost to being lazy, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. You got to do the work and you got to love the work. Mm-hmm. That's where the fun is. It's yeah. fun to get. Stop caring about how it looks. That's another thing too. A lot of people, oh, well, I'll start. I'll start when I have... You know, like think about a podcast. I will start when I have a MacBook Pro. I will start when I have a Rota mic. I will start. It's like all these. It's like start now. Yeah. The answer is always right below your nose. Like start now. Yeah. Get now. Yeah. Do it now. Mm. Don't wait. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Mm. How can we take better care of ourselves and our nervous system uh, every day? Like as. Mm. Young people, often busy, trying to achieve a lot of things in the world, and yeah. suddenly you feel either it's your stomach or maybe a bad. Like, how do we how do we take better care of ourselves, basically? Okay, that's a great question, um, and I would say, yeah, I would say you know that's kind of the whole enchilada. Um, <laughs> you know, it, as far as that to me, when you when you ask that question, my mind just works in a way of uh, shapes and colors, and I, I see a big circle when you ask me that question. And that's a circular answer. It's a 360 answer. So you have this big circle. And in that circle, you know, you have, if you think about like a big piece of pizza, in your case, I think it would be vegan, right? So (laughs) nice, nice, delicious vegan pizza. And then you have, say, eight slices. Okay. And this is from astrology. And this is, you can say this from biology. But each slice represents, you know, one is family. You know, one is finance. One is spirit. One is impact. You know, one is health, you know, one is legacy, one is connection, relationships, right? And then I say, always leave one of those pieces with a blank because you never want to be so locked in. Like you could be a CEO of a company or you could be a garbage man or you could be anybody. And you always need to leave one of those areas blank in that circle of health. So you're able to say, you know, maybe I'll be, maybe I'll work on my surfing in Hawaii next year. You know, always leave one circle blank for space for like unexpected growth. So how can you be healthy on a regular basis? Well, think about those eight houses. You think about that circle and you think, okay, well, how's my health? Okay. Well, if I need to go, I would say number one, number one, get your nervous system clear, you know, find someone who can clear your nervous system out and stay well adjusted on a regular basis. I'd say that's number one. I say number two, be very mindful of your nutrition be very mindful of what you're eating. I'd say almost as like a number one, one is be very, very careful, almost like a curator. 
be very strict with yourself on what you're allowed to think mm-hmm. because so much going on and stimulation in the world that it can distract you from how amazing life is right now in this very moment. And if you're in the present time consciousness in the PTC, you can never be miserable because you're in forever gratitude at that point. You're in forever bliss. It's impossible. So when you're in the flow state, impossible to be depressed, impossible to get sick, impossible to feel like crap. So I would say first, so all hang a salmon everything works together. And so I think it's not just one answer. It's water, sleep, audit, audit. I would say to your listeners and everybody listening, audit your life. Yeah. And what do I mean by audit your life? Well, audit your life. Think about your life. Go to where you live, your home, your house, your town. Do you love it? Okay, if you don't love it, then get rid of anything you don't love. Yeah. You know, if you, you know, audit your life. Stop yeah. crap to your life. Mm. Start to take out everything. And then you'll have more room and space. And then you'll have clarity. You know, if you don't have clarity, you're not able to direct your life. If it's too cluttery, if it's not organized for you, then you're not going to be able to take action. Because if you don't have mental clarity, neurological clarity, you're just like sitting there wishing. I hope, I hope someday. Well, let's, let's knock that off immediately. Mm-hmm. And so there's a magical formula to get people off their ass. <laughs> thought plus vision plus action equals results. Mm-hmm. That's the magical formula. TVA. Thought, you have to have an inspired thought. You have to have a vision for the thought. And then you must take action and then you will get a result. Most people don't put these three elements together and that's why they don't get anywhere. That's why they don't, their life doesn't move forward. Cause they're like, everybody has friends and family out there. It's like really smart people with little vision or really smart people. Like this is, you know, the thought people with not taking enough action. Mm. And then everybody knows people like, you know, when you hang out with them at a party or something like they're like, oh, my God, we should totally do that idea. And that's like the vision person. And, and then they always say that and they always do that, but, but they don't actually do anything about it. Yeah. And so then you have the people that take lots of action, you know, and never get anywhere, too. So, so you have to take thought. It's, a, it's like this umami. It's like, you know, 33, 33, 33, deep, you know, point, point three. <laughs> 33, point three, point three, point three to get 99 or to get a hundred thought, vision, action. So I'd say that so it's kind of a big burrito about your, you know, in regards to your question, but I think you really have to be super mindful. And if you don't have a purpose, number one is health. That's the base of the pyramid. And then on top of health, then you have to go into purpose. What's my purpose. And then as you go up to the highest level of the pyramid, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, then at the top is a legacy factor. Mm-hmm. Legacy factors where it's at. So I stopped working for myself when I was 30, when my daughter Sophia was born. Mm-hmm. And then I just worked for my kids. Now my kids don't know that, but it's when you work for something, again, back to what I said earlier, when you work for something that's bigger than you, that's when you can do the divine work. That's when you can do the inspired work. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> that is a lot to digest i think um so many amazing tips yeah really food for our whole system to beautiful yeah it was fantastic to connect with you guys you guys are you know how many how many podcast episodes have you guys done yet so far oh we have done quite a few this is our third season now nice so this season is a little different we're going to have some guests we're doing some solo episodes um Yeah, it's amazing, but on a whole new level. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Yeah. That's another thing too, and I'll leave your your guests or your um, your listeners with this: is mo- the problem with most people is they hit their goals. Like you girls, think about your life right now, and think about ten years ago. And right now, you'd be living a dream life. Ten years, like ten years ago. Oh my god, we're gonna yeah. podcast, and we're gonna be like having this thing. We're making impact, and, and think, so so think about that, and then also think about where you're at right now. And you're like, we're not doing enough. Exactly. So you have to make it, you're always constantly, again, back to Kaizen, never ending, constant improvement, make the game bigger, play on a bigger level, serve more people. Mm. Yes. Oh, this was absolutely so inspiring. Yes. To me. And I think to everyone who's listening, we all got our different takes on it, but it was so valuable. And we also want to hear from you where we can physically find you or online yeah. also to connect. 
Yeah. You can find me online on the, on the interwebs at www.michaelbdibley.com. And you can just register there and enter your you know name and email and stuff, and then we'll get back to you. Um, so we do coaching and consulting for people all over the world. You can right now. Um, I'm in Oslo. We have our primary practice, like our European headquarters, is Oslo, Norway. And we're you girls know we're right on Oskarsgata, right behind the castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then we actually have another practice. We started here in Norway in the mountains of Yaila, and so oh. we have yep. So we have two practices in Norway, and then we also do. Uh, global on location uh, work for a lot of our clients. Yeah. And so that's a lot of fun. And we love that part of our practice too. Um, so you guys are welcome to contact us uh, anyway, any of those two ways, you're welcome to contact us. Perfect. Perfect. We'll link to everything in the show notes as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. defined. And I kind of want to fly you here. <laughs> I feel like getting a, getting yeah. a question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, you guys are, you guys in Porto? We're in uh, Lisbon. Oh, you're in Lisbon. Okay. What is it from from Garden? From Oslo? What? Only an hour and a half, two hour flight, or what? It's three and a half. Oh, it's three and a half. That's not far. Yeah. That's not far. Well, maybe maybe we'll do that. Maybe you know, maybe we'll do a collaboration down there. Yes, that would be super interesting. We've done retreats all over the world, and I love doing retreats with people. I love taking people through experiences. So maybe we do like a Radical Broccoli 360 collaboration. Ooh, okay, I like that. So plant that seed right now. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, yeah, super fun. Okay, let's talk about it. That'd be a great idea. Yeah, let's do it. Amazing. Cool. Well, thank you so much for your time and for everything. And I know this has been yeah super valuable for everybody listening. Just a pleasure. I'm very proud of you guys. Keep shining very brightly. Keep doing the work. And, you know, to all the listeners out there, you know, start where you're at and get started now. Yes. Yeah. Great. Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du sikkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i Fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap.